Welcome to Short Course, episode 88, for January 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Ben Barry. First off, want to start this week's episode with a, not quite correction, but but definitely a, uh, an update to last week's episode where I was discussing the proposed rule change for changing the definition of compensators to include machining on the slide, and I was musing about whether porting a barrel counted as a compensator under that definition, which it definitely doesn't. However, looking at the rules, for every division except open, there is a line right below compensators permitted that says barrel porting permitted. And for every division except open, it says no. So barrel porting is out. But again, it's interesting that compensators and barrel ports are called out differently. Perhaps that made sense in the past. But with things like the this new SIG gun that tries to redirect gases through the slide, it may be time to redefine compensator by a mechanism of action, not by a cosmetic feature. Maybe that'll be harder to enforce, I'm not sure, but certainly if they want to try and... Again, it's so silly. I mean, this, this SIG gun with the porting in the slide, I'm still pretty skeptical about how much pressure it would actually generate given that given the the large internal volume of the slide but whatever anyway not really the issue there just wanted to clarify for anyone who who listened to last week that barrel porting is explicitly called out as as not allowed in any division except open so there you go as for general USPSA stuff there really hasn't been much going on this week and so i thought this would be a good time to look ahead to the year and just discuss the major matches that I'll be shooting, what made me interested in them, why I'm why I want to shoot them and what you can do if you want to shoot or work them. So, the first one is coming up here very quickly. This is going to be the Extreme Pan American match in Florida. So that's going to be the the end of this month. So, gun check is the 25th of January and then the 26th through the 28th is going to be shooting. So, it's going to be a pretty aggressive schedule, so that's 10 stages a day in a half day with eight-man squads. I am assuming this is going to be a staff reset match, so part of the way they're going to get eight-man squads through 10 stages in, in a half-day format is that that we won't be touching the, the targets, which, as anyone that's listened to this knows, I think is, is the way it should be. And you'll notice there's actually a, a, a pattern that all five matches that I'm going to talk about today are all staff reset matches. It kind of worked out that way, but it's also not an accident. That that definitely is a factor that weighs in favor of me wanting to, to shoot a match. So the schedule is shooting 10 stages a day, half day, Thursday through Saturday, and then Sunday is the Super 6 and then the awards, which Super 6 is something that hasn't been done in any, any USPSA match that I'm aware of. Uh, I don't know if there are any outlaw matches that have used a format like this. I know they have run this format at some of the other extreme matches, the extreme Euro, and I think maybe the extreme, whichever one they, they held in Russia, Eurasian, I, believe, I think it was. But basically the idea is it's, it's, it's kind of a halfway between a shoot off and a, a, a stage. And basically on the day after the match, it's a spectator friendly type thing. The top six from each division. And I think, they generally do top six men and top six ladies in separate brackets, but basically they'll take a stage from the match and they'll shoot it again. 
and of the six, I think four advance, and then those four shoot a second stage, and then from that stage, the top two advance, and then whoever wins that third stage, the, the top two shoot it, whoever wins that is is declared the Super Six shoot-off champ. And so it's it's spectator-friendly, it's kind of cool, everybody gets to see the, the, the top people shoot, you know, not, obviously you can't be following the Super Squad around all day watching them shoot, although I'm sure some people try. But it's a way that you get to see some of the big name top people from the match shoot some stages. It's also a spectator event, so you kind of hang out. You can talk to other shooters, and it's a it's it's a different form of pressure. I think it really is kind of interesting to in a lot of stages. There's there's this element that even if you have a mistake or two, it'll drop you in the final results. But it's not it's not this perform on demand or you're knocked out type challenge and stress. So I, I think it's I think it's a really interesting format. I'm really looking forward to getting to see it. I, I scheduled my my return flight so I would have enough time to to stay for that and the the award ceremony immediately after. Obviously they're they're not required for just shooting the match, but I wanted to just get the whole experience and, and see it because it, it is something that, that we don't see in the US. And if it's interesting, I, I think it's a, a format that that might be fun to to bring to more matches. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, also just shooting a the the closest thing to a, a European style IPSC match that that I'll get the opportunity to for the foreseeable future. I've shot the the US IPSC Nationals a few times, uh, well, four or five years ago now. It's been it's been a while. I potentially might be interested in shooting the this year's IPSC Nationals, depending on where they announce if they announce where it's going to be. Uh, but so far, I haven't I haven't seen or heard anything about that. So if you have any inside information about where it might be, let me know. I'm I'm curious. The second half of the year is is looking dicey for me in terms of shooting matches, but it's it certainly if I can swing it, it, it it would be cool. The second match of the year is also going to be earlier than than I would necessarily like. I I definitely will not really be trained up or or tuned up in the next week and a half for the for the Pan American match, but the South Carolina section is going to be in March. March staff shoot is March 24th. Uh, I'll be shooting Sunday AM, so that'll be March 26th. So end of March, obviously, it, there's a good chance in upstate South Carolina that it's, it's going to be pretty frosty to, to start the morning. But for, I don't know the exact reasons, but they, they've scheduled it pretty early in the year. South Carolina is, is typically one of those matches like Area 6 that is a, that is a spring match. Not really my favorite, although I do shoot it pretty much every year just because I can and because it's an usually it's an easy drive in the years when it was down by Charleston. That was, you know, always a a nice trip to take the family on. This time it's once again back at Belton Gun Club, which is in, like I said, in upstate South Carolina. It's a really pretty area. It's a it's a great range facility. The, The bays are nice and wide, good gravel, all that. The only somewhat quirk is that their bays are broken up into into two areas but they run golf carts between them to to shuttle the shooters so it's a they they compensate for it as as well as you can and definitely having having the number of bays that they have lets them put on a i think a a pretty good match i've shot it i think twice now i think i've been to that range twice now but yeah i'll be back there again it it is a staff reset match i want to support that i think they generally do a good job put on good stages and so if I have the opportunity, even 
if schedule wise it's not ideal, I'm I'm gonna go shoot it. And I'll get to see the other North Carolina folks, some Georgia folks that are coming up. We'll see. I'll, I'll be my plan is so they they're doing Saturday AM, Saturday PM, and Sunday AM schedule. And my plan is me and a buddy we're gonna drive down Saturday in the morning, have Saturday PM to walk around, talk to folks, look at stages, and then we'll shoot Sunday AM finish uh maybe 1 2 p.m and then just just drive home it's like a four-hour drive so pretty pretty easy one night in a hotel no days off work type type trip so that does make it easy to swing the third major of the year for me is going to be the bluegrass low cap classic so this is at bluegrass sportsman's league in kentucky this is the range that used to host the battle in the bluegrass matches which used to be a, a pretty big kind of annual get together. It was single stack and production only, so it was it was a low cap specific match, but they didn't necessarily do stages that were low cap specific. It was just kind of one of those fun, it's not a state championship, it's not an area championship. It was just it, it really at the time when production was a was a much bigger division, it, it really brought together all the all the production heat. So it was kind of like a mini regional production single stack nationals spring match thing but it it was cool it had a unique culture i believe the, the the folks that put it on i think for something like 10 years in a row they ended up either moving away or not being able to put it on and so it hasn't happened the the last few years i am i'm definitely bummed i never got to make it up to to shoot one of those but Leif kunkel who is now i believe he's the kentucky section coordinator he's also the the match director for the Kentucky State match which he is also doing in the fall so this guy's he's, he's putting on two major matches a year uh which yeah you can you can evaluate his sanity based on that as you will but he he's specifically running this match as a low cap only match so he's including L10 and revolver this time so it's not not quite the blue battle in the bluegrass formula but what's really interesting about it is he's running it as a as a staff reset match, which I believe is a is a first. I don't think the Kentucky State match has has previously run that way. So he's running this as a staff reset match, but the scheduling is also such that the the staff will shoot on Friday, April twenty eighth, and then there's going to be AM PM squads on Saturday. But then that's it. There's no Sunday schedule, and there's going to be a, a dinner after the match on Saturday. And, and the idea is, rather than just trying to cram in more shooters on Sunday, Saturday, wrap the match and just let everybody get together and, and have that sort of awards dinner social aspect as well. So not only as a competitor, you're not having to paste and reset so you can get through the, get through the stages, possibly you know spend more time actually interacting with your squad. But there's this element of of the communal aspect of trying to build a community by actually getting hopefully everybody together. Hopefully all the Saturday AM shooters stick around and, and come to the dinner. And so it'll actually be something like a, a, a big national level match or, or international level match where you actually have an awards dinner where everybody comes together. I, I I'm, I'm really kind of curious to see how it works out there. There are a lot of things about how matches like the, the North Carolina section and South Carolina that, that's doing a similar thing where you have Saturday AM, Saturday PM, and, and Sunday AM squads, where in a lot of cases, it's you don't even necessarily see anybody else that you're shooting against. And so it, it has this sort of aspect of, of convenience in that you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of time on the range, 
but it also has this sort of impersonal aspect to it as well. And so I'm I'm really curious to 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 see how this match goes. Again, it's an interesting format that I that I a want to support and b also want to see and observe. It's a it's a staff reset match which I want to support and Leif is just generally a good dude and so I I want to I want to make the trip and shoot it. I I will obviously be shooting this in production. So uh, I've been shooting the club matches locally in limited minor, shooting my production gun with 15 round magazines, calling it production 15, which is funny. I actually got a comment on, on my match video from this past weekend where some guy was asking how I, how I had shot a match in production 15. And I had to say, no, no, it's, it's still limited minor. The whole production capacity thing is still just provisional. It's not, not official yet. And as I've said before, won't be until January of next year if they make any change at all. But but anyway, I because this match will be USPSA production, I'll I'll be shooting production ten for it. As it is right now, I'll probably be shooting everything else as well. So the the extreme Pan American match, I'll be shooting production IPSC production, and all the other matches I'll probably be shooting in in carry optics unless there just happens to be enough production heat that that it's interesting for me to to shoot there. As as much fun as it would be to pick up an easy production title, that that's not really all that interesting to me. I'd rather compete where the heat is and, and see how I stack up. So South Carolina, I'll probably be shooting carry optics and the, the other USPSA matches outside of this this low cap match, I'll probably be shooting carry optics. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh and I should have mentioned when I was talking about South Carolina, there are still slots available. For both AM schedules, the the Saturday PM schedule looks like it's full right now. Like I said, for me, Sunday AM actually works out pretty well. Drive down Saturday, shoot the match Sunday morning, drive back Sunday evening. So definitely, if you're in the area and and you can make the trip, I think that'll be a, a match that's that's worth your time if you're within four or five hours. Uh, I would assume they're probably also still looking for staff. Don't quote me on that. I haven't. I I, I don't know, but. I, it's pretty rare that a that a match is so overstaffed that that they're just turning people away. So if that's a situation where you can help out and and be a part of that, I definitely would encourage that. I can definitely say the the bluegrass low cap match, the PM schedule is also pretty full, which is good. Uh, but there definitely is a lot of room on the the Saturday AM schedule. And Again, if you have the opportunity, if you can, if you can make it to this match, I definitely think it's worth looking at. I think it's it's worth trying to support something like this. I I don't know the match finances, but I would imagine the number of shooters right now they're probably going to break even, maybe if they're lucky, um, just because the, the 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 AM still has a lot of slots. Now you know the match is is a few months away, so hopefully it'll it'll fill up. But like I said, definitely something that I think is is worth supporting. And so if you are if you can make it to Kentucky the last weekend in April, I think it I think it would be worth your while. So take a look at that one. There, like I said, there's definitely room. And also I think I would imagine if you if you want to help work, again, with a staff reset match, you can almost always use use more people somewhere. You can just put another person on whatever your stage is that's running slowest and just speed it up that little bit extra. So the Next match that, that I'll be shooting, this is going to be the, the second weekend in May, so May 13th and 14th, aka Mother's Day. Once again, I, I don't know why they why they keep scheduling Area 6 on Mother's Day. Uh, I guess it so far it hasn't been an issue. They've been able to get good enough attendance, but uh, there, there's definitely some raised eyebrows at that one every year when, when it's announced. 
But that'll be once again back at Rowan Wildlife Club in Salisbury, North Carolina, the the same range it's been at for a few years now. They have 12 bays, six of them. The, the, they just dug three new ones uh, a year or two ago, so they can actually run 12 stages. The six of them are, are somewhat smaller, quicker stages, and then the, the, the middle six are bigger, more more open bays. And obviously, it's my area match. It's two hours from my house, so it I didn't shoot it last year, honestly, just because I was feeling so burned out on the sport. I felt like things were just going the wrong direction, and I just I couldn't really muster the motivation to train up for a match in the spring when you know I knew I wouldn't really be have have had much time to shoot much live fire. So I would have just had some some club matches and whatnot. So I didn't make it last year, and then obviously everything happened with everybody getting banned and me putting my name in to run for, for Area 6, which has given me a, a sort of new feeling of actually hopefully having some some way to impact the sport positively and, and not just see it slowly continue to, to slide and decline in, in ways that I don't think are good for it. So yeah, I'll, I'll be back at it this year. I, I did shoot it two years ago and it was, uh, it was, they ran it as staff reset, ran very smooth. Everybody said nice things about it. I believe every schedule finished ahead of time. So hopefully it'll be a, another good match this year. The The only real open question for me is, is what the stages will look like past few years. They've, they've been pretty good. They've kind of been bubbled a little bit by adding extra targets where they weren't really needed and just arbitrarily pushing up the round count. I, I still remember yeah, two years ago, there was a, a stage it was an 18 round stage shot from a shooting box where it was six targets and you shot three on each. And it was just, I felt like who it was just one of the dumbest stages I've, I think I've ever seen. Definitely not something that, that I would run at an area match. I, I don't remember seeing anything quite like that from last year's match. I will say I was, I have submitted some stages as a part of the the open call for stages to be submitted. I haven't heard if, if any of my stages will be used but I know some other folks that are also very good stage designers that have had stages be be included in the match in previous years, and they've submitted this year as well. So, so hopefully, whether they're mine or someone else's, they'll they'll get a good batch of stages, have a have good staff reset ROs once again, and it'll be a it'll be a nice little twelve stage area match. So, I am looking forward to to shooting that. I'll be shooting the the Saturday PM Sunday AM schedule, which is also nice. Uh, when I shot it two years ago, I shot the all in one day schedule, which definitely by stage 10, 11, 12, I was, I was definitely dragging a little bit, even, even with staff reset, it's just, you know, being outdoors. It, it was, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to, to having the chance to, to shoot it split over two days, as well as just the, the benefit of having a little bit more time just to, to talk to folks, hopefully see some of the see some of the Saturday folks uh, when I'm walking stages Saturday morning and just have a good time. I will say their staff package is, I think, quite generous. So they will cover four nights in the in the hotel free of charge. And then there's a $40 a day per diem. So I don't know if they're counting at four days or five, but somewhere in there. And obviously that covers your your gas and your restaurant meals and such. So that would definitely be one again if you if you have the opportunity to work it i think that would you're definitely not going to lose money working a match like that and i believe i don't know that i entirely agree with this but from what i've heard they they put quite a lot into p- buying prizes to put on the the staff prize table 
my opinion would be just give the staff the cash rather than a chance at some gadget or gizmo that you may or may not actually need or have any use for. But that's neither here nor there. If if you're into staff prize tables, hey, I, I am told I have heard that that they have a pretty good one. So that that would be another good match if you have the opportunity to to sign up to work it. And speaking of working matches and Rowan County, I'll be working the North Carolina section match, which will be back at Rowan in September, which is traditionally when when we have our, our state match. It will be the third weekend in September because PCC and Open Nationals is the second weekend, and we didn't want to schedule a, a conflict with that. So it'll be September 15th through 17th. It'll be a, a similar schedule to the past. So the 15th will be staff day. All day Friday, we'll be shooting. And then Saturday a.m., Saturday p.m., and then Sunday a.m. So there'll be three different schedules. The Saturday squads are a little bit smaller. The Sunday squads are a little bit bigger because we can go a little bit longer into the afternoon. I think they're typically scheduled to, to wrap up around like 2 p.m. So the those squads are a little bit bigger, which if you want to shoot with a bunch of your buddies or something like that, having a having a bigger squad is kind of cool. And then on Sunday, it's or on Saturday, it's it's just a, a whirlwind where you're you're shooting stages back to back to back because you only have, I think, eight, seven or eight people on your squad. So you're you're cycling through the the nine stages pretty quick. At least that's the goal every time. So I'll be working that one. I I don't know exactly what I'll be doing, but I've basically there was a time when when I I really was wanted to be in the running for to to pick up a state champion title. And, you know, these days I'm I'm really more interested in trying to make the match as good as possible and and hopefully pioneer ways that that folks can take ideas and and bring them back to their home matches. One of the one of the ones that I'm actually really excited to see is the Chrono crew at the Bluegrass Low Cap match. It has I've been texting with the the guy in in charge of it and he's he was asking me about the setup that I talked about on the podcast for pulling bullets with the with the RCBS collet puller at at Chrono, and he's actually he's he's gone he's doubled down he's got two presses uh, I assume one for forty and one for nine separate separate RCBS dies and so they'll be they'll be pulling bullets at Chrono at the low cap match using using that setup and so I'm I'm really curious to to see how it goes for them get a little more a little more feedback on on how these things work in the real world but yeah, being being able to be a part of the the North Carolina match honestly make it a match that has the reputation that I think it has, which is one of the one of the best state matches, at least in the region, if not the country. I mean, we we get people coming from quite a long distance away to to shoot it because the word has gotten out, I hope. And so being a part of that and and trying to build on that success and and just make every match just I mean it all all you do is just learn from last year. Just try and fix all the mistakes keep the things that worked and, uh, and, and make every match a little bit better than last year. So I'm, I'm looking forward to being a part of that once again, and, and hopefully putting on a, a great match. I'm definitely not counting myself out of trying to shoot as, as well as I can, but it's just part of, part of the deal of, of shooting on staff days is there's always going to be some, you know, maybe two, three, four or 5% performance difference. If you're lucky between what you would have done on as, as just a regular competitor versus just, self-resetting and all that but that's uh that's that's just part of the game and so i'm i'm happy to be a part of a match hopefully like i said it'll it'll be it'll be another good one so 
that is my major match schedule for the year. You you might notice I did mention possibly adding IPSC Nationals if the stars align, but I, I'm i not planning to shoot Carry Optics Nationals. I'm not planning to shoot Production Nationals. Frankly, I just, I, I have... I have seen how nationals are run by the the current group of people by Jake and Troy and and I just I don't really have any interest in in shooting matches that way. I've continued to hear stories over the years of bad calls, I mean issues like having the the national championship swung by a by a popper that that wasn't falling or that that needed calibration and fell on the second shot. I, I mean just just all this stuff that to me is nationals i've said it before i'll say it again nationals should be the best of everything the best stages the best staff the best ro's everything it should be the best match in the country in the year and and it's not and to me when i when i go and shoot a match like that and i'm just disappointed over and over again i just i'm not going to do it anymore so i'm as you can hear from what i'm talking about i'm not shooting a ton of big matches, but I'm shooting the matches that I think are interesting or are pushing the sport in a direction that I that I think it should go and that deserves support and that I want to be able to spread the word about because I think these are these are the things that we want to encourage and I I just I don't want to give my money to nationals that are being run poorly. I don't want to spend my time and my money traveling to them, my PTO. I I I just like I said, after after the last one I shot, and I was just so disappointed. I, I just, yeah. Until things change, until I have some reason to think that that things are better, I, I I won't be prioritizing those and and putting them on on my match calendar and and spending all the resources to go to them because it's not worth it. So that's my plan for the year. Hopefully, I'll get to see some of you at various matches across the the small region around North Carolina that that I'll be traveling in to go shoot. And I, uh, I look forward to getting to talk about each one as they happen. Well, that wraps up this episode of Short Course. My email is ben at barryshooting.com. Talk to you next time.